Hey cousins, happy Juneteenth. We cannot have a proper Juneteenth celebration without letting the people know what Juneteenth is and what it means to us, especially as black women. So Juneteenth is short for June 19th, and it marks the day when federal troops arrived in Galveston, Texas in 1865 to take control of the state and ensure that all enslaved people were freed. The troops' arrival came a full two and a half years after signing the Emancipation Proclamation. Juneteenth honors the end to slavery in the United States and is considered the longest-running African-American holiday. Confederate General Robert E. Lee had surrendered at Appomattox Courthouse two months earlier in Virginia, but slavery had remained relatively unaffected in Texas until U.S. General Gordon Granger stood on Texas soil and read General Orders Number 3. The people of Texas are informed that in accordance with a proclamation from the executive of the United States, all slaves are free. After the war came to a close in the spring of 1865, General Granger's arrival in Galveston that June signaled freedom for Texas's 250,000 enslaved people. The Emancipation Proclamation issued by President Abraham Lincoln on January 1st, 1863, had established that all enslaved people in Confederate states in rebellion against the Union shall be then, thenceforward and forever free. But in reality, the Emancipation Proclamation didn't instantly free any enslaved people. The proclamation only applied to places under Confederate control and not to slaveholding border states or rebel areas already under Union control. However, as Northern troops advanced into the Confederate South, many enslaved people fled behind Union lines. In Texas, slavery had continued as the state experienced no large-scale fighting or significant presence of Union troops. Many enslavers from outside the Lone Star State had moved there as they viewed it a safe haven for slavery. Although emancipation didn't happen overnight for everyone, in some cases, enslavers withheld the information until after harvest season. Celebrations broke out among newly freed Black people and Juneteenth was born. That December, slavery in America was formally abolished with the adoption of the 13th Amendment. The year following 1865, Freedmen in Texas organized the first of what became the annual celebration of Jubilee Day on June 19th. In the ensuing decades, Juneteenth commemorations featured music, barbecues, prayer services, and other activities. And as Black people migrated from Texas to other parts of the country, the Juneteenth tradition spread. In 1979, Texas became the first state to make Juneteenth an official holiday. Today, 47 states recognize Juneteenth as a state holiday. Unfortunately, efforts to make it a national holiday have been stalled in Congress, but that's okay, because we gonna still celebrate. Happy Juneteenth, cousins. We love y'all. So let me just give you a little bit of history on me and my upbringing. Um, being from Oakland and San Francisco, I still went to school majority of the time in Oakland. And I actually had the opportunity to honor the, the just amazing gift of going to this school called Shelton's. 
Now, Shelton's, I went to Shelton's from fourth grade and fifth grade. And it was Black. Um, we did have some other ethnicities that attended, but it was Black. Every Friday, we were singing the Black National Anthem. So I know it by heart because it is ingrained in me. Love we did that. not have a Christmas pageant. We had a Kwanzaa pageant. Love that. We had to pick a, a Black figure and recite a monologue. Now, my Love favorite that. was Bessie Coleman. Come on. First black aviator. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Let me tell you, we were learning more. We were learning about more than just Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks. We were learning about these other influential people who had so much, so much just influence in our community, in our society, how it's running, you know, because a lot of these, these, these items that we have hmm. in our, that we use in our everyday life were created by black people. Facts. You know, and the history, te- the history teachers only teach you about, um, Carter with peanuts. Okay. Like that's not to take away from it, but I feel like there's just so much more history and then they just give a surface level. So yeah, I had the opportunity to go to such an amazing school. Like I said, where we learned so much, actually so many people who I went to school with, like what my friends, one of my friends, Coimbra, she's actually a, a top black attorney. Um, she's popping. Then we have my friend Jalen Preston, who was actually, we knew he was going to be something because we always saw him dancing. He is now one of Janet Jackson's dancers. Okay. Um, we have my homegirl, Erin Nicole. I actually wore her yellow shirt that said good. Um, she's actually a stylist for the top celebrity or top professional athletes. She has Damian Lillard, who plays for Portland. She actually, crazy, she, one of my friends that I met with the Saints, she actually ended up designing her husband's tux. And I didn't even know until I saw the wedding pictures and I was, she was tagged and I was like, oh shit, you did my homegirl's husband's shit. Like, that's so cool. But like I said, we just, there was so much like enrichment in us young black kids that from there on out, I did end up going to predominantly white private schools, but I knew my history. I knew where I came from. I knew who who I was. I knew that the people who came before me set such a strong foundation for me that I could only do, I couldn't do anything but be great. So like I said, I went to predominantly white schools. I went to a predominantly Jewish school. We learned about the Holocaust, which I feel like is very fitting. If I go to a Jewish, I'm glad they talked them. I'm glad we went to DC. We got to see that. But, you know, there was still just no other, um, I didn't learn about black, but it was like to be black, actually. Right. Yeah, I didn't. I actually learned cultural intelligence by my black music teacher, Mr. Tolliver. Shout out to him. And actually, shout out to Zendaya's dad. He was my PE teacher. Okay. Literally, those two. Those two literally taught me code switching. So being from Oakland, I said, I really want y'all to come because Lake Merritt, any day of the weekend, popping in Oakland. Like, might get shot. But, you know, vendors, food, bracelets, candles, goods, all that art, just like love, music, barbecuing, all that good shit. Oh, I want to come. But Juneteenth? It's another vibe. Like... It's just so black. And it's like, it's probably the only thing I saw close enough to a HBCU homecoming. Mm, but like okay. I said, a little violence nowadays, you know, because uh, you know. yeah, that's but not really. I mean, they're, they're actually, they're really, they're really cracking down. It's not even that bad. I'm not even going to do that to, um, to open like that. But I will say it was probably the, it was it, not probably, it was the closest thing I got to 
a black the same black experience that I got going to an HBC homecoming because like you remember Laura going to that shit like that was I, I like it that was eye opening like, for me. Well, and, me and successful black people like that lawyers doctors that um, engineers part. like I don't know business owners entrepreneurs like oh my god like. Yeah. And whenever we have those celebrations, they become such milestones for us. You remember that shit too, because it's like, it's like as, as black women, I'm gonna speak from the black woman perspective because that's what I am, a black woman first. As black women, we work so hard at being black women, 365, that it is so nice. We have a day to just celebrate our hard work that we have put into this country as black women, yeah. you know, like that. I just feel like it just speaks volumes on Juneteenth. Give a black woman some praise, get her Venmo, get her cash app, give a black woman some praise, get black people period. But seriously, black mamas, black aunties, black grandmas, black sisters, black daughters, black, black, black women. Okay. Give them their praise on that day because every step that we take 365 is in the direction of uplifting our community and i hate and i hate to say like this but we are we are the ones who are carrying okay the and we are climbing up that hill so on juneteenth celebrate a black woman and many of these juneteenth celebrations were founded by black women okay the odunke festival was founded by a black woman so a lot of organizers, black women, a lot of organizers are black women. Not to discredit what the brothers are doing, not at no, all, not at all. Showing out, but black women, we so we are carrying a lot of loads on top of having to show up every day with saving face, do what we're supposed to do, taking care of our families, thriving in our careers, mm-hmm. taking care of ourselves, and taking mm. care of our communities. Please, if you're listening, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, and Zella Black Woman on Juneteenth. All of that will be in the description of this episode for show, for show, for show. I can't speak for every place around the country, but I can speak to Philadelphia area. If you are local, please check out the Saint Project. They're doing a PHL Juneteenth celebration. Follow PHL Juneteenth on Instagram as well as rawcast.v.mag. That's my girl, Sumi Floyd. She be organizing some really great events in the community and is going to be responsible for this PHL Juneteenth celebration. We used to work together way back in the day and I'm so proud of everything that she's doing. And I'm sure they are going to make it nice. Last year they had beautiful couch and all these beautiful plants. And I think they were at Lemon Hill. Black folks were gathering, drinking, they had music. They just had a great time. So definitely check that out. Also, there is going to be a Juneteenth Parade and Festival in Philly. JuneteenthPhilly.org says meet us at 52nd Street and Haverford in West Philly at 9 a.m. for our Freedom March, followed by our inaugural Art in the Park exhibit at Malcolm X Park. So definitely check that out. And the OdundeFestival.org is putting on a virtual festival that I believe already has begun. Yeah, it's already um, started and- since last week. Love that for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so definitely check that out. If you're in Oakland, please, Desiree, tell the Oakland folks yes. where they can find these things. So if you want to go to the lake, you know Lake Mary is where it's at on Juneteenth, um, that Saturday the 19th. However, if you want more of a family feel, I do know that the NAACP 
is actually hosting um, a family gathering for Juneteenth. And it'll be at, I think not Lake Timiskau, Lake Timiskau. So not Lake Merritt, Lake, Lake Timiskau. You just really want to be around like the community. Like I said, the vendors who are out there every weekend, just, just the heart of Oakland, Lake Merritt is where it's at. I wish I could go this year. I am not going to be in town. I am seriously irked. But I have so many friends who will be there. And yeah, show up and show out for Oakland because like I said, this has been ingrained in us. We've been doing like I said, my mom was in high school going to Juneteenth. It's just keeping up the tradition and paying it forward. That's all it is. Love that. Love that. And Desiree, I know it's your anniversary week, but Laura, do you have any plans for Juneteenth this year? Um, honestly, I'm so sad that Adunde is virtual this year, but I will definitely be participating and I will definitely check out your friend's organization and see about their function because I definitely will be somewhere in these streets outside celebrating my freedom and our freedom. I know you over there in Ecuador, so I'm going to do it for the both of us in Philly. I'm oh, Ecuador is going to be real black. Yeah, I heard okay. that. <laughs> it's going to be really black. Just know we will be shopping for some meats because my husband, husband can throw down yes, on the grilled meats. We're going to have drinks. I'm going to probably make some cultural foods. For so sure, for sure. cheese, some collard greens, homage to my culture. Oh, yeah. Um, and where those foods come from. And um, I'm going to start my day with singing Lift Every Voice and Sing. And <laughs> just be proud to be Black. Yes. yes. You know what I also may do? There's a few documentaries that we've been talking about as a group. My Mother's Garden, I believe that is what the mm. documentary is called on Netflix. That is a must watch. Okay, everybody, please watch that documentary. That documentary is strong and powerful. There are some quotes in that thing that I have literally written down. So there's jewels and that felt like home. You know, there's certain things that feel like home to us that felt like home. And then we also have High on the Hog, okay? That is also yes. really great, also on Netflix. And that is about all of our African cuisines and how that has been mixed into so many different cultures. The first episode is about Benin's foods and their cuisines. I'm just so excited. So those will definitely be also some recommendations, cousins. Look out for them. I still haven't watched High on the Hog, but I really want to. Um, so listeners, Lara, you know, I worked at a soul food restaurant for five years. So I know a lot about soul food and the cultural significance, but I see people even that I worked with that have watched it talking about like they're learning more, more and more about our food and their significance. And I am so excited to watch. I know I'm going to be hungry. Yes, girl. <laughs> you are. You are. Because the way that they document too, they are like in mommy's kitchen. You know, they are eating so good. The most authentic of the authentic, like you're going to be hungry because I know I was. Yes, I'm definitely going to check that out and maybe learn a new recipe. I'm excited. I can't even lie. I'm going to watch Bebe's Kids on Netflix. <laughs> Pay homage. <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, I did see that Love Jones was on there. And Best Man always makes me think of Laura. <laughs> okay, exactly. That is Laura's movie. Um, so I'm going to watch that just, just for her. But yeah, I think, you know... Yeah, I will be out of town, but I'm downloading a lot on Netflix and just making sure those those black titles get that viewership 
oh yeah non-stop oh yeah because mm-hmm. they deserve it even if i don't like my background noise now i just make sure even if i'm not watching parker's girlfriend just something so that I, that they are getting their, their coin they're getting their dollar and i'm giving them like i'm giving them their flowers from me while they're still here just celebrate being black um like i said reach out, praise a black person yes but please praise black women you know um show love to the black woman please and can we end it on what song makes y'all think of juneteenth besides like it can be literally just like I'm, I'm gonna play you mine so you can understand where i'm coming from okay okay this might be because i just always think of like it's just the beat for me and it makes me so happy to be a black person so i really want to play the instrumental yes this brings so much joy <laughs> How do we know that part? Yes, Black Joy, y'all. Black Period. Joy. So now y'all, can, now y'all see the direction. Y'all just okay. put what y'all think. That that song literally just makes me think of Black Joy, Black people, Black barbecues, just togetherness, camaraderie, just like that. That that I love being Black feeling. Okay. Yes. Literally. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have so many anthems, like so many, and I have curated so many playlists all by black artists, but I think the top all time song that when I hear it, I just feel, not only do I feel black joy, but I see images of black joy in my head. I'm a player for y'all. I feel like I already know what song you're about to play, Lara. You don't. You do not know the song I'm about to play. Really? I don't think so. Oh, shit. That's crazy. But the song that you're thinking of, you should play it next. This song, <laughs> this song, I mean, nothing really needs to be said. Recently, it came on at a versus, and I lost my snap because this is what it does to me. Oh, don't oh. do it to me now. Yes, I'm gonna be like, skip, 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 skip. Hold up, hold up, Lar. But hold up, because I just have one thing to say. <laughs> just waking up in the morning, gotta thank God. I don't know, but today seems kinda odd. From the dog, no hog. And mama cooked the breakfast with no oh, the, the Lord. Got my grub on. But didn't pig out. Finally got a call from the girl I want to dig out. Dig out. Sit up for later as I hit the door. Thinking, will I live another 24? I gotta go because I got me a drop top. And if I hit the switch, I can make the ass drop. Ah, you better go, dummy. Yo, dummy, I know that. Friends, stay ready. Karaoke song right there. I know every fucking word. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is the last one. I'm so sorry. I really have three more, but like, I have a few more. Okay, ready. Okay. It's like candy. I can feel it when I walk. Ooh, even when you talk, it takes over me. I'm black. I'm black. I'm black. Oh, oh, oh. 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 O
Okay, I got one right now. If you want me, to, if you waiting, I hold on. On board. Ah, uh, ah, uh, hold on, hold on, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Oh, I'm getting chills right now, y'all. Back, back, front, back. Kick. Question, question, Devin. This is for the culture. Did you teach Aaron how to do the electric slide? Oh, Aaron, I feel like he busted it out at the wedding because we definitely. I feel like he knew it before we got like. That's a yeah. that's a blessing. That's a blessing because I feel no. I definitely taught David how to do it. He was like, I'm not going to the wedding. I know how to do this. He literally Amen. was like, Teach me, teach me. But granted, granted, we both learned our our culture's dances and I knew that even though his mom's no longer here that was something that she would have really enjoyed me doing so I did it so we both got to learn our little culture's dances you know it was a fun I just I felt like that was so I love that about him like he was like look I know this is what y'all do at weddings don't have me going to my wedding looking crazy but his guests knew it but his Good. guests knew it you Good. you remember that all those people mm-hmm. I was like you know how to do the electric slide that was mine! <laughs> yes, that's for my family in Ohio. Ooh. Y'all, I sometimes get so upset that we didn't grow up around this time because I know the clubs were popping. Oh. People were dancing. That, mm. Ma'am, you were talking mm. about Freak Nick and what it was like back in the day for Juneteenth. That's the music that was playing in the park. That was so fun, Des. There are so many songs for real, for real that like, I really wanted y'all to, I wanted y'all to get through that. I really wanted y'all to just like, feel that, that black joy. Cause honestly, when I was going through my playlist, I was like, yo, these songs, like, these are like, the classics that we were raised on that when we have kids, they're about to be raised on. Before we wrap up, I actually want to pay homage to my background because I just learned that this is actually the Juneteenth flag. This is me showing it off. And um, yeah, pay homage to that too. So now the more you know. The more you know. It's the Juneteenth. Fist up. Juneteenth. Put that fist in the air like you just don't care. But we do care. Fact. Black liberation. And last but not least, who are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for um, everybody black. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Betting on black tonight. Lovely. Thanks for listening to this episode of a Black Girls Bravo podcast. And be sure to add us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Black Girls Bravo podcast. Also, make sure you hit that subscribe button on your favorite streaming platform for podcasts. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.